This is your boy, Devious XL100, host of the Camp Cali Music on the 5 Radio XL.com. Just getting into this little podcast. I'm going to start doing this. It's a little weekly thing I want to get into. I want to bring up and expose certain artists from my genre, hip hop genre west coast hip-hop and who's the greatest who do you guys think's the greatest who is the most well-known and who's got the good music from back in the day to nowadays what do you guys think me a couple of my personal favorites you know from nowadays is mozzie Mozzie's a West Coast artist from, uh, I want to say he's from Fresno, Vallejo, he's, he's a, a Bay Area rapper, and uh, he's got some good music, I was just looking at his disc, discology the other day, and man, he has some, he's got some mixtapes out for days. I know that's a common phrase that we use, mixtape for days, but Mozzie, man, if you get a chance, check him out, M-O-Z-Z-Y, Mozzie. His discography is pretty dope, man. He's got some good, good tracks. Uh, he's, he's mainstream, I wanna say he's mainstream, but still a lot of people haven't heard of him. He's got tracks like Sleepwalking, uh, Perk Calling. He's got some really good music. You guys should check him out. I play him. And you know, the thing about Mozzie is he's not afraid to uh, give the features up. He's got a lot of good features. Stupid Young. He's got a song called Mando. It's pretty, he's a Long Beach cat. Uh, I want to say he's one of those Asian, uh, I don't want to say he's an Asian boy or a rascal, TRG, Tiny Rascal Gang, but I know he's affiliated. I know he's affiliated. I know that area of Long Beach and these cats, you know, they're, you see these, uh, I want to call him Asian, but he's a certain type of Asian. But they're connected. They look like straight. They they look like essays, but they talk like Crips. You know, I'm sure they got a big influence from the Snoop Dogg movement in the early '90s. And uh, this cat, Stupid Young, he's got tracks with Mozzie, and uh, even on later tracks. Mozzie gives these Asians out of Long Beach love. They plugged in somewhere and they make some good music. Another artist out of the uh, West Coast that I like to listen to, you know, that's on my playlist, Nipsey Hussle, the great late Nipsey Hussle. We all have heard the marathon continues, but Nipsey Hussle 
he was a rolling 60s crib out of downtown LA. And the rolling 60s, that is an old ass crib gang out of California, if you guys don't know. The rolling 60s have been around, I want to say, since the actual 60s. You know, since gangs first kind of started. Gangs have always been a culture in LA and in Southern California. Actually, in all of California. But Nipsey is, uh, was a rolling 60s crib off of Crenshaw. And like, a lot of, uh, a lot of artists, Nipsey Hussle, he's another guy that really didn't get the, uh, how do you say, he really didn't get the exposure early on in his career. He's been, he's been in the game for a long time. But like Mozzie, they're more kind of a, they were underground rappers, you know. You had to be in their neighborhood and get actually get one of their mixtapes to hear them. Well, these guys, when they put out their debut albums on actually being signed to the label, these guys had amazing music and they went worldwide and they sold millions and millions of copies. Nipsey Hussle, I heard that Jay-Z bought a hundred of his CDs, and they were double CDs. When he first put them out, he sold his double album, it's called uh, Victory Lap, for a hundred dollars, a gold album, personally signed, and Jay-Z bought a hundred of them, so that's saying something right there, just to be validated by Hove, that Nipsey Hussle was a uh, rapper's rapper, you know, people in the industry was really feeling his music, he was really from the streets, same with Mozzie, Mozzie's really from the streets, he's really affiliated with the neighborhood in Northern California, and Nipsey was really affiliated with the neighborhood from Southern California, now that's that West Coast music, now I'm not saying that you gotta be affiliated with the gang to be certified rapper out here in California, but depending on your style and how you're rapping, you just can't be faking the funk and, and people ain't going to take you serious. Another rapper that I think you guys should listen to, that I listen to, is, uh, like that. Someone's over here doing graffiti. I guess there's there still are taggers out. <laughs> this guy's doing uh, camo graffiti. That looks pretty cool. But yeah, uh, let's take it way back. Uh, too Short came out of the Bay, Oakland rapper. When he first came out, he was selling CDs out of his trunk. Now, I heard in his heyday, selling CDs out of his trunk, that he sold a million copies 
of his tape out of his fucking trunk. Like, a million copies? That's insane. Now, I know in Northern California, there's a lot of people in the, in the, in the late 80s, early 90s, there wasn't really too many known artists that were good. You know, it was a... I want to say in the late 80s, it was the... It was the long hair, rock and roll, hair... I don't even know what they call it. Hairstyle music. You know, everyone was playing uh, with the band and spraying hair, spraying their hair. And they almost looked like women, but they're dudes and they're white. Most of them were white with their leather pants on. And it was just a different time back then. So when Too Short was selling CDs out of his trunk, it was a really... You know, no one has ever done that before. It was a first, a first time thing. There was other artists out, out back then. I, I don't want to uh, take away from anybody that was doing it back then. But T Short is another West Coast artist that really stands out to me that had the early uh, influence of the gangster, gangster rap, West Coast gangster rap. Now, I'm not saying Too Short is gangster. He had a different style. He was more into, like, pimping. I don't want to say that he was really degrading women. But the way his style was, you know, he was he was born, or uh, I'm sure he was born with pimps in his family. But when he grew up in the, in the late 80s, early 90s, in Oakland, California, that was pimping, pimping was a way for youngsters to make money and that's what he seen and that's what he saw and that's what he knew so that's what he rapped about and everybody at that time really embraced his style I mean Too Short's longevity you could look at him now and he's still doing features for major artists people still want Too Short on their record so shout out Too Short and that West Coast pimping, uh, West Coast pimping. There was quite a few uh, Bay rappers from Vallejo, California. We have E40. I was on Instagram the other day and I just saw a picture of him in the late 80s, early 90s. Also, he was sitting on the hood of a car with a Mac 10. Now, I know that wasn't no fake Mac-10. Up in the Bay in the early 80s, in the late 80s and early 90s, I'm sure the early 80s too, crack was, uh, crack was a real thing. You know, these kids were really getting rich and taking care of their family and building their career with crack rock. <laughs> And sad to say, you know, crack is a horrible drug and, you know, people lost their lives and families got ruined, but the kids at the time, that's how they provided for their family. And that's what rappers knew, so shout out E-40, man. And he just brought a whole new lingo 
to the rap game. If you if you've ever listened to the uh, 40 song, you know he's got a different way of uh, rapping, a different way of talking. He's got his own style. He really built his own his own niche in the game at the time that which was saturated with you know the Vanilla Ices, the MC Hammers. Not to knock MC Hammer because he's another Oakland rapper, Oakland singer that was, you know, out there doing it from a young age. Hammer, I don't, I don't even know if I should put him in the category of a rapper, but I got it. He's West Coast, he's Oakland. And when Hammer was out in the late 80s, early 90s, Everyone had on hammer pants, and they were doing their damn thing. Shout out MC motherfucking hammer. But yeah, like E-40 at that time, people like MC Hammer, Vanilla Ice, uh, Boys to Men. It was a different time back then, so gangster rap wasn't that big of a thing, you know. It was like they had to carve their own way out of nothing. They had to make their own way out of nothing. Shout out, shout out those old school cats. Another artist. And most people don't know. They are a Texas, a Texas, uh, a Texas 30 South movement, you know, uh, but they had, they had West Coast beats. I'm telling you, they were signed by a West Coast label. And that is that was uh what the hell is their name? I'm telling you, it was uh that, that Houston sound. Hold on everybody, let me take this. Not three six mafia. Uh, another uh, dirty South group. Oh man, three six mafia. Those guys. They're not what. They're not California rappers, but they're West Coast certified. I'm telling you, they had a major influence on the rap game. But I'm talking about Pimp C, Bun B, and uh, what the hell. I'm high, I can't remember the name. But Pimp C, Bun B, oh, UGK, Underground Kings, okay? I'm telling you, these guys had a West Coast sound. Now, they're from Texas, Houston, Texas, but they had a West Coast sound. They, had a, they were signed by a West Coast label. They went out to New York, did shows in New York. First time they got... Uh, were in New York, they got booed off stage, but they kept grinding. They had some banging ass music. There are another cats that came out in the early '80s, late '90s, the crack era, man. That's some that's some old school shit. Scarface, another another down south artist, really fucking dope. I'm telling you, you guys need to check this music out. If you haven't heard of it. Go ahead and write it down. Go back in my segment and write it down. And go and listen to it. YouTube it. Go Google Play Music. Or you can tune into my show on Mondays. Where I bring you 
certified West Coast music. Either it's rappers that are from the West Coast or that are rappers that are certified in the West Coast. That means that if you're certified in the West Coast, that means that people fuck with you in the West Coast. That means that we play your music. Do or Die, Pole Pips, they're from Chicago, Twista and his groups. I'm telling you, when Do or Die first came out, that that song. Do you want to ride in the backseat of the caddy? We chopping it up with do or die. Now I'm telling you, when that shit came out, um, everybody was playing that shit. It was West Coast certified. If you could make it out here in California, your music is going to go overseas next. I'm telling you. New York is a... Is a uh, they want to... A lot of people call New York the mecca of rap. Okay, I can't argue that New York, I don't want to say that they started rap, but, you know, those early New York rappers, they they are the, uh, I don't want to say the first ones, but they're the ones that got kind of got it more noticed on the radio, but at that same note, if you can make it in California, your music is going overseas. If you're in our time zone and we're playing your shit, you're going to fucking go somewhere. So that's why I like to say uh, if you're West Coast certified, that means that we fuck with you. Do or die out of Chicago, early 90s. Those guys had some fucking bangers when Twister came out there was some fast rappers you know what i mean bone thugs and harmony there's some there's out of cleveland ohio they rap fast okay twista raps fast he's he's got his he makes his own tempos like he's playing the drums when he's rapping he's got they got some dope ass music that the whole do or die cd was good I remember when I got it. I should stayed in my tape deck. What's a, uh, some more certified West Coast music for you guys? If you guys ever heard, uh, now I know this is a big, a heavy, uh, conflict and a lot of people don't like to talk about it but Tupac Tupac was another Oakland rapper now some people say that he wasn't as hard as, as he came out to be you know he he was in acting he went to acting school uh, that's where he met Jada Pickett he he did he uh, you know there's pictures of him he looks like a sweet little kid you know but when he came out in around 96 and he dropped All Eyes On Me, that double CD, he had already had like four or five other albums that came out before that. And they all did good. But when he got with Death, Death Row and Dr. Dre, that album, that album went platinum overnight. It was some of the hardest West Coast music. And I, it still is. There's people that will argue till they're blue in the face about this album.
that it's not the greatest rap album of all time. But if you listen to it, you be the judge for yourself. This is your boy DBSXL100, host of the Camp Cali Music. You guys go ahead and check out all this music I just talked about. And I look forward to bringing you guys some more segments. Everyone, have a good night. And I look forward to talking to you soon. And I'm out.